Hey everyone, it's your girl Nora Natish, and I'm back with this week's NFL Digest. So let's just get right into it. Your girl is a little under the weather. Not COVID, y'all. I promise it's not COVID. But let's get into it. So I want to talk about the games that had me going crazy week 10. I'm going to tell y'all what's coming week 11 since you guys didn't have a view report this week. I'm definitely going to give y'all a little bit more of a, my football analysis of week 10. So let's start it off. Um, I couldn't start my view report if I didn't talk about the Eagles and Giants game. Okay? Can I start it out without talking about what's up? What's up for real? Man, Okay. So, as you guys know, my Giants beat the Eagles 27-17, to and that was every vibe I needed. It breathed life back into my team. It gave me hope. It's sad, disgusting, but it is what it is. We are 3-7. and seven. We are second in the NFC East, which is just so sad, but at the same time, I'm never going to not rock with my team. So, hey, we still out here. So, Danny Jones, or Danny Dimes, he completed 21 out of 28 of his um, passes. He threw over 244 yards. Um, he also rushed for nine. Uh, he rushed, had nine carries for 64 yards. He, he rushed for a touchdown. We had Darius Slayton um, have five receptions for 93 yards. Man, I'm telling you, Giants got some life here, man. Giants got life, and... Hey, it is what it is. It just is what it is. Carson Wentz, however, also had a pretty decent game. He had um, completed 21 at 37 attempts. He had 208 yards. Only threw for 208 yards. He had um, Miles Sanders had 15 carries for 80 for 85 yards, and he had Richard Rogers um, had. Four receptions for 60 yards. And you know what? They didn't, it was in place so bad. It was like the Giants that kind of like woke up for some reason. Which I'm cool with because I can ask my team. Like the the Giants, they, they started off with a 7-3 lead in the first quarter. The Eagles did not score at all in the second quarter. And the Giants did score again. The Eagles came back in the third quarter. Which if you if you're a Giants fan, you already was getting kind of like... You had a little bit of um, anxiety because we've seen the Eagles come back more than once. This has happened a bunch of different times. I actually remember one specifically. My dad shot to him. It was his birthday yesterday. He was at um, a Giants game. Watch my godfather. But yeah, I don't know all that information. But like he was at a Giants game with my um, one of my younger siblings. And the Giants were up in the fourth quarter. There were like two minutes remaining in the game. He left because he was just like, I'm at MetLife. I got to drive about an hour and 45 up to go back home. And he listened to the radio, listened to the Giants game. The Giants ended up, I think it was like 2000 and I'm going to go 10. The Giants ended up losing this game. And my dad lost his mind. He was just like, he came home angry as heck. We're watching on TV like, ooh my god and he was just like come because he's all excited that was like his christmas gift that year he got tickets to the game no 2011 he had tickets to the game and he was so geeked so the giants messing it up with the eagles in the fourth quarter is like 
something we know is going to happen. The fact that it didn't happen this um, game really was like, oh my God, there's hope. There's hope. We were screaming hope in the streets, pretty much how you felt. And shout out to the defense. The defense really did their thing this game. And what better way to go into a bye week than now going from fourth to second in the division. You beat the Eagles and they're a division rival. And now we get to this chilling coast, okay? So that was the whole vibe. The whole vibe. So I had to start out with my favorite team beating one of my big my biggest rivals. So that was dope. I'm gonna stay in the one o'clock games. We're gonna talk about the Browns beating the Texans 10 to 7. It's really depressing that Deshaun Watson is struggling this much. It really breaks my heart. He completed 20 after of his um attempt. Uh he had 163 yards. One touchdown. Um, Duke Johnson, he had 14 carries at 54 yards, which is just sad. And then we had Randall Cobb had three receptions for 41 yards. It's just, it's, 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 you hate to see it. You really hate to see the Texans struggling. Being 2-7 and seven, the Texans, it just hurts, especially when you were just in the playoffs last year. Them really getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins which I'll get to, that's my game of the day week, but I'll get to that in a minute, but like that really just killed them, and it's just making it very, very difficult for Watson to re-energize his offense, because they've just been struggling and struggling and struggling. Baker actually did not have a stellar game. He, um, he had, he played 12 as one of his attempts. He had 132 yards. Um, Nick Chubb had 19 carries for 126 yards. He scored one touchdown. We have um, the leading um, receiver was Rashad Higgins, and he had three carries for 48 yards. So it wasn't like Cleveland was good. It was just like these are just both bad teams. And actually, I would say more of a defensive team. That's a win game because the defense was able to hold the Texans to seven points. And also, Texas defense, shout out to y'all for holding up for 10 points. Also, it doesn't help that Baker's not playing well, but man, that's, that was that was really, really sad. You hate to see it. You really hate to see it. Um, let's get on to the Buccaneers beating the Panthers. We all thought, not we, some people thought that the Bucks were done after they lost to the Saints. If you guys think the NFC South is not going to be battling out to the end between the Saints and the Bucks, then you got another thing coming. Because there is no way, no way Tom Brady was going to allow that to repeat what happened with the Saints. Which was disgusting, which we already heard about last week. But the Bucks beat the break off the Panthers 46-23. to uh, your boy Brady, he threw, he completed 28 out of 39 of his attempts. He had 341 yards, uh, threw for three touchdowns. Um, Randall Jones, he had 23 carries for 192 yards. He scored a touchdown. And we had Chris Goodwin, um, had six receptions for 92 yards. Shout out to me, Chris Goodwin's on my fancy team. But I'll get to that fan stuff later. And. Teddy Bridgewater, he completed 18 of 24 his passes. He had 136 yards. He scored two touchdowns and one interception. Ouch, I know that hurt. And then you had their leading rusher was Mike Davis. Mike, uh, yeah, Mike Davis had seven carries for 32 
yards and their leading receiver was DJ Moore who had four receptions for 96 yards and one touchdown. The the Panthers are I will say they're they're not, they're, they're like the they're like the Carolina Giants, man. To 3 and 7, hey, ride with us. <laughs> But that that was um that was a really rough game for them. So I, I um but then again we could not think that the Bucks were just gonna allow another repeat of what happened the prior game. But let's let, let's not let's not do that. So another game I want to talk a little bit about is the Broncos and Raiders. I really was confused why people thought the Broncos were gonna beat the Raiders, but I digress. Um, Derek Carr, who is my backup quarterback on fantasy. No, he's not. Jared Goff is. Sorry, last year it was. But Derek Carr had 60 completed 60 at 25 attempts for 165 yards. Sorry, sorry, 154 yards. Um, his leading rusher was Josh Jacobs, who had 21 carries for 112 yards, and he scored two touchdowns. Their leading leading receiver um, is Darian Waller, who had three receptions for 37 yards. Um, Drew Locke. Drew Locke had a really rough game here, y'all. Really, really rough game. Um, he completed 23 out of 27 of his passes for 257 yards. He had one touchdown but four interceptions. That's what kills you right there. Those interceptions just break your heart, bro. But, whew, that was rough to watch. And his leading rusher is um, Melvin Jones III, who had 11 carries for 46 yards. And... Jerry Judy was the leading receiver for four receptions for 66 yards. Um, the Broncos are just, you know, that wasn't their game. The Raiders are actually, I will say it again, the Raiders are good this year, so stop not treating the Raiders bad. Because, you know, catching my words. Stop treating the Raiders bad because they actually are pretty dope. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Saints and 49ers game. I personally didn't see this like I saw the Saints beating this winning this game for sure, which they did, which was, they beat the 49ers 27 to 13. 49ers ain't got no quarterback. 49ers ain't got no um tight ends. They got some receivers, but it's not like, you know, it's not like that. So I wasn't going to be confused if the 49ers lost. I make it makes perfect sense. You have um, Nick Mullins in there right now. He's been in there for a few, few, few weeks now. He completed 24 out of 38 of his passes through for 400, sorry, correction, 247 yards for one touchdown, two interceptions, like interceptions again. And your leading rusher was um, Jarek McKin- uh, McKinnon. And he had 18 carries for 33 yards. And their leading receiver is Brandon um, Ayuk, Ayuk, and he has seven rece- receptions for 75 yards and a touchdown. So the 49ers are, they're also in the, I will say to this day, the hardest division in NFC West is so hard. And it's, it, it's kind of like what it is over there. So I know the 49ers are not, they're not playing for playoffs right now. They're just trying to get through the season. Heard that, feel it. Now, um, Breeze, Breeze is Breeze. Also, um, present to Breeze, I heard he hurt, his, he hurt his ribs. So, we got to hope he gets better because I don't know Saints fans. They don't like the fact that Breeze is ever hurt. So, Breeze hurting them ribs. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Praise up to them. I hope he gets better. But he had, he completed 8 out of 13 of his um, 
uh, passes. They had first 76 yards. He threw for one touchdown. We had Latavius Murray had nine carries for 57 yards, and Alvin Kamara had seven receptions for 86, 83 yards and one touchdown. And y'all just keep an eye out on the Saints because I'm telling y'all, the, the game y'all want to watch is the Saints and Bucks game. I, I know that that last game we watched was disgusting, but I just watching them two battle for first place, who's going to gonna be home in the playoffs is key, and I, I'm here for it. Um, shout out to the Patriots and Ravens game. Shout out to Cam to get another win. Sad because that means Lamar Jackson lost, but the Patriots beat the Ravens 23 to 17. It was a pretty decent game. Lamar uh, completed 24 out of 34 attempts. He had thrown for 249 yards. He had two touchdowns, one interception. He also rushed for, um, he had 11 carries for 55 yards. And Willie Sneed, um, Sneed, had five receptions for 64 yards and two touchdowns. So we got. The, I think the Ravens need to regroup because they have been having some really rough game back to like rough games lately. And um, and not just no the diss the Patriots, but they're not the same Patriots this year as they always have been. The dynasty they have built. But shout out to Cam because he completed um, 13 out of 17 of his attempts and he had 118 yards. He threw for one touchdown. Um, um, Damian Harris had 22 carries for 128 yards, 121 yards, and we had ja- uh, Jacoby Myers had five receptions for 59 yards. So the Patriots, um, just in this case, outplayed the the um, the Ravens. Lamar throwing that interception did not help at all, and the Raven the Patriots actually came back in the game. I would say in the third quarter. So. It's just, again, I think Lamar still a lot of Larry's doing a lot of, like, getting out of his own way. And the Pats, they still have a long way to go to, the, to get back to that dynasty. And the last game I am going to talk about. Oh, also, the Rams beat the Seahawks. Like, that happened. And 23-16. to 16. I don't like the fact that happened. But, again, um, Jared Goff is my backup quarterback, so that has helped me. But he's on the bench, so that doesn't really help me. But that, that happened, so I'm just going to mention that. And I'm also going to mention the fact that the Packers struggled against the Jaguars, which pissed me off because my fantasy team took some hits because my guy Aaron Rodgers, who you all know is my quarterback, he um, he threw an interception, which dropped his score in my fantasy, my fantasy team, and I was really, really pissed off. But they ended up pulling out the win. He completed 24 out of the 36 of his attempts. He threw for 325 yards, which helped my team. He had two touchdowns and one interception. Aaron Jones, who y'all know is my running back, he had 13 carries for 46 yards. And who didn't, who wasn't my wide receiver, um, Marquise um, Vettels. Y'all, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he... Um, had four carries for 149 yards, and he had all score touchdown. So I was surprised by the, you know, the fact that they struggled against the Jags that way. Because the Jags are one and eight, and I don't understand why it was a struggle. But shout out to on the Jags, um, DJ Chark Jr. Because he has been definitely becoming a fantasy steal. So all y'all who need 
another um, wide receiver real quick. You better snatch him while he's still there. Or he probably still go, he probably gone all your leagues. But if he's still there, snatch him because old boy has been doing some stuff. He had four receptions for 56 yards in this past game, but he has been a rock star of fantasy. And I've been having the privilege to write about him. So just letting y'all know. So Norris game of the week will be the Cardinals and Bills game. When I tell y'all I did not move from my seat because I will continue to always say, when I see talent, I acknowledge it and I say it. My, my, my co-hosts on my other shows have all said that this was not the team to watch. And I've been trying to prove them wrong, but then they don't want to believe me. But I keep saying, watch this boy Kyle Murray because the Cardinals are back. This is not the Cardinals of last year, not the Cardinals the year before. These are the new and approved Cardinals because, man, was this a game. And also, shout out to the Bills. The Bills and the Cardinals game was such a, a fantastic game. Josh Allen. He completed 32 out of 49 his attempts. He threw for 284 yards. He had two touchdowns and two interceptions, which didn't stop um, Allen. Because Allen came, every time Kyle Murray threw a touchdown, Allen had an answer for it. And it just went back and forth and back and forth. Josh Allen also led in rushing. He had seven um, carries for 300, sorry, 38 yards. So, would that be crazy at 300 yards? No, 38 yards. And Colt Beasley, he had 11 receptions for 109 yards and one touchdown. The Bills, when I say the Bills are back, which y'all know, Bill Mafia have been telling me the Bills are back. They've been saying that for years. But now they, 7-3, this is the type of Bills I like to see. And they are here and they ain't going nowhere. Now, hell on the air is on real quick because a young man who's only a few inches taller than me, Kyle Murray, got something to say about it. Kyle Murray had completed 20 two out of 32 of his attempts he had two through for 245 yards he had one touchdown and one interception his lead rusher is Kenyon um, Kenyon Drake and he had a hundred no he had 16 carries for 100 yards and DeAndre Hopkins had seven receptions 127 yards and one touchdown and the reason why this game is my game of the week is because when you see actual like pure athleticism and pure joy and just pure raw football that's my type of football I like you give me all of that energy and when I tell y'all this game was all of that energy I mean all of that energy man I thought the I said wow the car was about to lose the bills because it just looked that way there was Man, there was, I believe it was, there was 20 seconds left on the clock. And when Murray, because, because again, Josh Allis, uh, uh, again, Kyle Murray came up, scored a touchdown, got a touchdown in, you know, um, at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the, um, that's right, end of the third quarter. So it was like, okay, we got, we got a score. We got a score. They've been in the building trying to score all quarter. They have scoring with, Less than like about a minute on the clock on the fourth quarter, and it was just like, oh, what could Kyle Murray do in the last like few seconds of the game? He said, "Hold my beer, I got you." And when I mean this boy launched this ball to DeAndre Hopkins, I have like I was crying laughing when he said, "Yeah, that's why I play basketball. I got some hops." I was like, heard him because when I mean, oh boy, jumped over three receivers to get this ball and then hold on to it and score that's what you want your wide receivers to do trust me 
Cause man, I, I wish I had received, I could do that right now. Okay, trust me. But I was just in awe. I, I remember I was just screaming when I saw it. I ran around my living room. I was just like, yo, that was it. That was the play that I was like, oh, I, I, I want to get a jersey that moment. Which is why I see why the um, the Texans miss him so much. Because I, I would miss him too. I would. I ain't going to hold y'all. I would. So that is the week 10 breakdown I have for y'all. I'm just going to quickly let y'all know what's coming up on week 11, starting today with the Cardinals and Seahawks. Another great game. Make sure y'all tune into that at 8.20 tonight. You also have the Eagles and Browns. Hey, that's on Monday. So we're going to go, go down the, no, that's not Monday, that's Sunday. Let's go around the one o'clock games. We have the Eagles and Browns at one. We have the Falcons and Saints. We have the Bengals and Washington Football Club. You have... The Lions and Panthers, Steelers and Jaguars, Texans and Titans, Patriots and Texans. And then at 405, you have Dolphins and Broncos, which Dolphins should win that game. But like, uh, we have also 405, we have our good old 0-9 Jets against the Chargers. Then this, that could be their first win. We never know. And our 425 game is the Packers and Colts. Other uh, America's game of the week is going to be Cowboys and Vikings. Our 8 o'clock game, our Sunday night football game is those Kansas City Chiefs versus those L.A. Raiders. Let's see what's happening. And on Monday, we have the Rams versus the Buccaneers at 8.15. So definitely make sure y'all tune, tune into football this weekend. Tomorrow, you know what it is. And also make sure you check out your college games. I will, Actually, I got a little bit of time to just let y'all know who's coming this week. You have um, Tulane Tulsa. Um, tonight, actually, at 7.30 on ESPN, you have Indiana and Ohio State Saturday morning, sorry, Saturday afternoon at 12 on Fox. On ABC at 12, you have Clemson and Florida State. That's a good one. Check it out. Check it out. And you have on ESPN at 12 o'clock, you have Florida and Vanderbilt. ESPN 2, you have, um, you have Appalachian... State, I'm sorry, God, I pronounced that wrong. Appalachian State um, versus C. Carolina on ESPN2. The Charlotte and Marshall game have been postponed. The Scent, Arkansas, and Louisiana game has been canceled. The North um, Alabama versus BYU game will be at 3 o'clock on ESPN3. Cincinnati versus UCF will be um, at 3.30 on ESPN. At 3.30 on ABC, you can catch Wisconsin versus Northwestern. On uh, 3.30 on ESPN2, you can catch UCLA taking on Oregon. Um, the Ole Miss versus Texas A&M game has been postponed. The Texas versus Kansas game has been postponed. I think Kansas is probably happy about that. <laughs> uh, Kentucky versus Alabama. Ooh, a roll tie, y'all, at 4 o'clock on the SEC Network. You can catch at 4 o'clock on Fox uh, Kansas State versus Iowa State. You can catch Tennessee versus Auburn at 7 o'clock on ESPN. Mississippi State versus Georgia at 7.30 on, on the SEC Network. You can catch Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma at 7.30 on ABC. Liberty versus NC State at 7.30 on ESPN3. The Georgia Tech and Miami game has been postponed. USC versus um, Utah will be at 10.30 on ESPN. So that is your college NCAA football rundown. And I will also let y'all know that your girl won in fantasy this week. Well, last week. But yeah, y'all, I'm officially now 
in fifth place, but you know, it is what it is. I'm tied with a um, fourth place person. I'm off by a few points, but I'm with four and five. I'm fighting, I'm fighting, I'm fighting. This week, I I have hope. There's hope for me to win this week. I am going up against Cam Newton, Melvin Gordon, um, Randall Jones. Oh, man, I don't know. Tyreek Hill. Ugh. This has, wait a minute. <laughs> Terry McLean. Um, Jared Cook. Oh, what? Wait, how'd she get over? Oh, no, Beckham Jr. still in. He's on IR, so I know what. I'm going to let him do that himself. That's, that's, that's his problem. And <laughs> Dan um, Bailey. And I'm going up against the Rams defense. And your girl got in her hot seat right now is Aaron Rodgers, Derek Henry, Aaron Jones. Um, Melvin Gordon, who I got to switch him out because like he got some problems. Chris Goodwin, um, Mark Andrews, my tight end. Um, oh my gosh, Devontae Adams. I don't know to say question marks. I gotta check that out. Jesus Christ. I have um, the Eagles kicker, Jake um, um, Elliott, and I have the Saints defense. I might put, actually, I'm going to switch that and put in the Dolphins defense. But, yep, so your girl has hope there, y'all. And that's a wrap. So, definitely, definitely, definitely um, let me know if y'all want to talk about more some more sports, especially some football takes. Also, if you want to come on my, let me know if you want to come on NFL Digest and argue with me. That is great. Or just talk with me about um, some of these games and my takes. Even better. But until then... Take care of yourselves, be blessed, stay safe, and bye.